Yeah. Yeah, Overlatch is not being used. Nobody bought a license for the public version. Yeah. Um which is which is interesting. And and that level of reasoning, right? And 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 research to me is a little bit funny. Ladies, gentlemen, comrades, welcome. Episode 17. The Guanfi Show. Today we are dressed in black for, well, no apparent reason. Um, it's Sunday evening, and usually we record this on Tuesday. Um, I'll be moving from this place to a better place in the coming weeks. So we have to record a little bit early. Um, usually that's a good sign because usually when we record early for some reason, we get some dope ass news in the week after that. Don't quote me on that. So what we have today is consultancy FUD. Do you guys know there was an update, the Quant smart contract audit. And, um, naturally that was reason for, let's call it a rival community. I don't regard them as rivals, but hey, reach their own. Um, they, they, they're calling it a pivot. Apparently, Quant pivoted. So, well, yeah, we'll be having a look at, at what that means. Before that, we're going to be talking price. And before that, so that's what we're going to start with. We're going to have a look at the House of Camera and Tokenizer, um, diving into some of the... Building blocks of uh, of quant and, and 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 what it represents now and whom are representing it can be a pretty interesting episode. Um, if you want to connect some dots, stay tuned. And um, Tim, yeah, I'm here. Uh, How are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, it could be better. I was almost asleep. I didn't expect. Uh, that we had a Quampu show scheduled tonight. I mean, we we did, but yeah, you, you make a lot of appointments during the week. And you don't really, like, you have a certain pattern, and you don't really expect that there would be a change of pattern regarding like this appointment because it's always on Tuesday. And we had something other, something else scheduled, and we 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 moved that. Um, back further uh, we moved that a bit further in time so it was like everything should be as usual and then like a couple of minutes before or scheduled time Yarno sent me a message saying hey what are we going to talk about I was like fuck uh, I'm actually in bed at the moment I was about <laughs> to go to sleep um, so it's not it's not even that late it's like 8.30 but yeah. I'm, I'm really tired so um, I've had a long yeah. weekend did a lot of fun stuff I was about to go to sleep it was okay for me and now I suddenly have to log back in and talk about quant it's it's not the worst thing in the world but <laughs> I wasn't really anticipating it honestly yeah. so let's get it over with quickly yeah how are you <laughs> yeah I'm well enough man we got uh, we got the rental van today 
And um, for the first time in a very long time, somebody is watching television on TV audio, which is uh, abysmal. But yeah, now everything is loaded up. Um, well, not everything. But a ton of stuff that I want to get there quick that I need to set up and do cable management and other types of things. So I'll be heading there tomorrow. I'll be getting the keys tomorrow, obviously. Then there is a week of work to be done. The reason why we're recording now is almost likely won't have internet for the first well, couple of days. Um, yeah, it makes our, a lot of sense to record it tonight. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, our cable provider is, uh, has messed up, been in contact with them for like 10 fucking times in the last month for all sorts of discrepancies and bullshit. Um, so I am not counting on my internet connection. Uh, being ready tomorrow. But I, no, what are you going to there, do? There's no chance. Um, uh, so, yeah, besides that, uh, all is well. Going to be some busy days, but uh, at least we'll have a coffee show. Yeah, and it, it will be kind of a different show in terms of uh, sentiments in regards to last week. So, like, last week we were actually recording at the bottom. We recorded the Dutch show on Tuesday, and Tuesday we actually hit in euro uh, in euros we, we had like 80 euro i think so it would be like 85 dollars a bit less and that was that turned out to be the bottom the local bottom last week and now we're up a little bit not that much but it's it, it, it sentiment is a bit better <laughs> um all well, people still calling for 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 the true bottom the real bottom uh, of course people will always be calling for for the real bottom whatever that may be but um it, it, it the sentiment is a bit more neutral than, than it was last week. Let's let's it's also the weekend, it so I cannot really say anything. Like the weekends are always a bit odd. Yeah. Then the volume is even lower, lower. <laughs> yeah, if you if you take that into consideration. Yeah. You barely need any money to move the price. But yeah. Indeed. So um, let's uh, let's dive into the meat and potatoes, and then we're gonna have a look at price. What we have here is House of Chimera. They've been uh, posting a, a yeah a, a lot of quality stuff uh, regarding Quant. I uh, decided to give them a follow, and uh, I was particularly interested when I saw this. Is one pager. I mean, it's really, really just a tip of the top of the iceberg, but still, it's uh, looks clean, and I think the information is is accurate. So, so what it shows here is Quant logo in the top left, and then we have some features uh, in the left column, and then uh, to the right top we have their logo. Reading HOC and a chimera there of a lion and a goat and a snake, which is interesting. Was it a goat, the original chimera? I thought it was an eagle and a lion. What? A chimera. A chimera is a legendary being. Uh, I don't goal. even know what a chimera is. A chimera oh. is uh, a, 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 an, an animal, or lack of a better word in English that I can yeah. produce right now that has the genetic makeup of multiple creatures. So in this case, okay. it's 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 a snake, a lion, and a goat. But I thought originally it was an eagle with a lion 
and something. So if some if an organism, that's what I was looking for, has uh, genetics of multiple creatures, it's genetic chimera, and it's mythical. Uh, uh, um, okay. I, I and didn't underneath, know. Yeah. <laughs> you are forgiven. <laughs> um, industry insights, and then there's uh, some partners and some unique aspects. So what we see at Quant Network uh, under the footprint is Quant is a technology company that facilitates the development of interoperable multi-chain applications called MDAPs through its platform Overledger, which serves as a gateway connecting multiple blockchains. Then they got the DLT gateway explained, multi-DLT smart contracts and MDAPs support. Um, the MDAP support is interesting, um, allows developers to build decentralized applications that leverage the unique benefits of multiple blockchains simultaneously, overcoming the constraints of being bound to a single blockchain network. And I, I find this interesting because I posted a tweet um, that was created by Martin Heesbroek. Um, not a fan, but... Um, he covered the audit thing as well. And the comment section is true, through utter. Yeah, the, the, I mean, I, I didn't the generous didn't know anything about about this post, which I really like these kind of fact sheets or infographics, whatever you may call them. Yeah. Um, and well, I saw it passing by on Telegram. And I just, the only thing I, I was like, oh, nice. And uh, I saw the further message after it was like oh but please don't look at the comment section and yeah. then i was like okay i should look at the comment section i opened it and well my arse eyes sorry, well my eyes sorry my eyes started bleeding yeah. um, and i immediately closed telegram again and off telegram for oh, uh, x sorry guys i'm really yeah, tired yeah. uh i immediately closed the app i was like and on off quant internet for today um yeah yeah, if you yeah, want to have some proper entertainment, go look at it. It's fun. Yeah. It's well, fun. Uh, I, I, I'll put uh, the Martin Heesbroek uh, tweet in the description. Room yeah. temperature IQ. Oh, it's an ERC20 token. Oh, it says hyper centralized. And blah, blah, blah. And it's, I mean, you can actually see people attempting to explain well. And then the next comment, you, you they're, they're Countering, there's just no response from the initial people reaching out to help because they're like, okay, this is just these people cannot be be be, be safe or whatever for lack of a better word. They, they cannot. Anyway, um, this one pager also shows industry insights. There are 130 plus countries exploring CBDCs. 93% of central banks engaged in some form of CBDC work. 76% of financial executives are convinced of the long-term success of blockchain and 74% of consumer products and manufacturing companies are developing a blockchain solution. I do not know if this is accurate. Um, seems about right, especially for the CBDC part. Those numbers do look familiar. Um, CBDC is a focus here, right? Because it's, it's, it's top of mind for almost everybody in a, in a blockchain space right now, um, either for good or for bad, because CBDCs are, are evil, obviously. And um, on the other end, they are the savior, as it should. Um, so 
uh, I think it's pretty ironic. I was thinking about this. So Bitcoin, right back in uh, 2008, nine, whatever, um, when it was still interesting. Um, people called Bitcoin the savior, and, and obviously people still do. And and Bitcoin was the enemy. And and now CBDCs, sorry, CBDCs have actually the opposite um, role because CBDCs right now are the enemy. And for the institutions, they are the safer. Yeah, for the banks. So, I mean, Bitcoin is never ever going to compete with, with CBDCs. That that is clear by now. Back in the day. Uh, that, that wasn't said, so clear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody knew. People, people were too open. So, some people are still hoping, but yeah. Um, you can't save them all. Chances of uh, getting the gold standard hmm. back are higher, actually, um, than uh, than getting Bitcoin back. I think because gold is actually trusted and known. It's uh, the known evil. So oh, let's uh, let's not get into that. But. Um, I, I, I think uh, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, so we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Maybe you see this video in 10 years. And you're like, hmm, CBDCs died as well, just as Bitcoin. Um, the unique aspects, overledger, adaptability, quant treasury, MDEP support, and fully interoperable. And <clears throat> what, what, what makes this unique is that the overledger platform is like the, the 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 hub where everything that gets added gets added to right so uh, the overledger platform um w w will be the windows of sorry that's itchy thing in my nose um overledger will be the windows and 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 all the apps will be built on top of that and some apps will will be the premium apps and yeah. some apps so those premium apps will be built by quant or partners so, yeah and, and kind of to add to that like in the dutch episode last week um we talked about overledger and the difference between like overledger itself and overledger platform and well that's what we will also get to later this episode but quantum building a platform with, with multiple services and um that's eventually the main goal i think people Kind of forget that it's not just a computer program; it's it's actually an operating system. Yeah, the, it 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 evolved significantly. Right at the beginning, it was just an interoperability solution, and now it is actually a platform that offers a lot more. Right, tokenizes in the it's added to it. Uh, the smart audit, I'll argue, will be added to it. Um, and there will be a lot of other functionalities, um, like in the cloud, tools that you can. Um, maybe it, it's it's kind of like what Google did, right? They, they made, initially, there was, there was just the search engine that you got email. Now you have um, documents and spreadsheets and presentations and all those things. <clears throat> They just keep adding uh, features. And some are interesting for you. <clears throat> some are not, but they're all demand-driven, right? They're not going to create something that nobody wants, generally. And obviously, things 
get created and they, they fall from grace eventually. That's how things go. Um, and it will probably be the same with Quant. They'll, they'll build things that are useful and interesting and eventually they'll uh, need to move on. But what, what remains always <clears throat> is interoperability will always be needed. The MDEP support is obviously at the core of everything. Uh, the treasury is behind this, right? Without a token, nothing works. We can argue about that all we want. But nothing, not a single comma has changed <clears throat> in the tokenomics since inception. Um, and the adaptability. So why is, is this always relevant? That is because every country will always do their own thing. Right, the United States right now are talking, um, yeah, we want CBDCs, but we will never have a CBDC because it's programmable. I don't know if that will hold. Maybe, maybe not. But what a good possibility is that they're going to create a solution that is more like e-money, right? Or like uh, stable coins or some other hybrid form of what's more what's it. UK is going for a CBDC. They know that. We know the EU. The euro is going for a CBDC. Now, whether that will be programmable and to what extent, we do not we do not know. What we do know is that they all need to be able to work together, right? So whether somebody uses um, whatever blockchain or whatever legacy, um, it needs to communicate with one another. And not every company has products that are either lean enough or customizable enough for every client. No. So there will always be choice, right? We're in the free market here. <clears throat> this is not communist China or, or, or Russia, where they just say you will use this and that is that. Um, and, and we think that's a good thing. But without a solution like Overledger, you will get run into trouble because we keep building silos. We have not learned. I mean, we have learned. We have learned that we can fix everything. Um, but initially, we'll still be building silos because we still don't trust anybody else and we still think that our solution is best. Yep. So adaptability comes from the API. Uh, you, you can literally, through an API, just put anything more or less in there. Um, and that's what I know about APIs. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's, 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 there's a lot of possibilities. What, what are, you go. Sorry, what are we actually trying to say with this infographic? I mean, it's nice. It, it kind of summarizes with one dots, but that's about it, right? Yes. Yeah, like, Par I mean, partners, no. UST, Oracle, Nexi, Lexain, and Volo. Uh, you can find it on the website. Yeah, but it, it, it's a nice infographic nonetheless. So if you want to have a look at it, do it. Um, but before we go into like the obvious, <laughs> yeah, it, it is actually what we just shared. What, 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 what are the other findings of, of House of Chimera? What do you mean? As in, they, they post this infographic, I think they say something about it. No, or is it literally just a one pager? Mm, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. He, he posted a ton of other stuff, he also just junk on so the it's kind of GMX. It's kind of this, they, they don't really form a judgment. It's like just factual inf information about certain companies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Still yeah. nice, though. I, 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 
obviously support that. So, yeah, I like the idea. Um, but yeah, okay. So if you want to have a look at this, uh, you should. Yeah, it's a little bit of a spoiler. Share it to your friends, share it on your social media. Yeah. Okay. Um, then, shall we move to the consultancy first, or are we first going to look at the price? Oh, I have tokenizer. also... Tokenizer first. Fair enough. The tokenizer thing. Um, so, inside Quant, from veterans in finance, telecoms, cybersecurity, healthcare, and more, the foundations were laid before Quant was even conceptualized. So what you see here is also an infographic. And in the center, you see the Quant logo very cleverly with a tokenizer glow inserted in the center. And then we see a few familiar faces. We see Gilbert, we see Martin Hargreaves, we see Luke Riley, we see Lara Verdian. And then we have a good old Andrew Carrier. I forgot her name, I'm sorry. Neil Smith and the Rockefeller dude. Guy Dietrich. Guy Dietrich. Um, she, she's pretty new. So you, you see yeah, all these people uh, in a circle around face, the corner. Yeah. I've seen her face, but I don't know her name. Me neither. Sorry. Sorry if you're watching. Leave a comment. No, you do. <laughs> anyway, so what he is trying to represent here is at the top, you see national grade cybersecurity. That's Gilbert, right? He worked for the New South Wales, Focalink, uh, four member BSI, uh, ISO. And he had very um, always C-suite uh, functions there. Then we have 13 years of experience for Martin Hargreaves with Focalink, which is a MasterCard company. Yeah, he was a vice president, director, head of product, head of future services, technology lead. He, he did it all. There's more. Then we have for research and technology, we have Luke Riley. He's an AI systems leader, DLT module co-lead, governance team lead. Uh, ISO senior subject matter expert, and he's on the standardization. He's a co-chair. Lara, she's the COO, I believe, of uh, of Quant. Um, she is the big pharma uh, lead, right? She worked um, for Pfizer, medical affairs consultant, uh, GSK, global markets access director, head of international markets for Intercept and for Deloitte as the director of Access Economics. This is interesting because we always talk about the CBDCs, but there is one sector that's probably even bigger than quote unquote money, and that is pharma. Yeah, because... that's, uh, that's actually the most important vertical. Sounds a bit counterintuitive, but it is. Yeah, yeah. simply because, well, Health is health, and no, practically nobody's like, I'm ill, but nah, I'm not going to do anything about it. Just leave it be. I don't care. Uh, and eventually, we all get ill, etc. There's a lot, a lot of money. At the end of the day, it's not about money. It's about the amount of, of data that you yes. send. Uh, between, and that needs uh, to be secured. Uh, exactly. So... Um, it, it, for us, it's about the amount of transactions, not about the about the amount of money. So for yeah. us, it's more important. Yeah, Good that point. we don't really talk about it because yeah, it's not that it's not a very hot topic. But okay, yeah. uh, then, then we have Andrew Interbanking. 
Yeah, he's our uh, he's a CMO, Chief Marketing Officer. Uh, he was a director for security services, and um, he's the CMO here. I don't know the logo, but uh, he's been around, worked at Swift for a while. What's that? I didn't say anything. Uh, um, but yeah, Andrew, uh, most people love to hate him, but um, there as well. Then we have the financial services gal, uh, worked for City as a product manager, senior consultant with financial <laughs> services. Uh, senior director in automation with Finextra. Um, and then we come to the board of directors and the, the Neil Smith, right? The, the former Navy SEAL uh, was the CEO and chair of Comcast. And this is the networks part, right? So how do you connect? Um, and who do you know there? There was the advisory board for Qualcomm and the advisory board for AOL pretty important companies. And then we have Guy Dietrich, Managing Director at Morgan Stanley, Managing Director, Head of UBS New York Private, and Managing Director at, I cannot read this, Rockefeller Capital, obviously, and the Advisory Board of, what is this? What can I, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, so yeah, this, this is the core group and why I get to this is because this shows how extensive the experience is for the team, how many verticals are being attacked, right? Because we have pharma, we have the blockchain space, we have payments, then we have also payments and banks, and bankers love to work with banks. Then we have all the communications networks like Comcast, Qualcomm, AOL, et cetera. Um, then we have the financial services, uh, with City, hint, hint. Wasn't there some sort of? No. Sometimes things just go through my head. Well, yeah, the interbanking with yeah. uh, with with uh, Andrew. Yeah. And you have Gil ultimately in, in between all of that. Uh, yeah, the spider in the web. Yeah, the, sp the spider in the web. With, with the government experience and the top level security clearance, um, working for both the United States and the United Kingdom, literally for the government. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a nice little C-suite they have there. Yeah, they do. <clears throat> but um, then... Why this is important, well, we'll, 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 we'll get to that in a bit. Or did you want to add anything to No, not necessarily, because, well, we have all this good news. Well, it's not news. It's just we have all this good stuff. Then we had to go in market cap. Yep. Uh, going uh, Gecko. See... Sorry. Going Gecko, in this case. Uh, yeah. We go to the market. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Bitcoin, 25,643 euros. Um, looks to be going up 3% in seven days. Uh, sorry, Ethereum up 6.4% in seven days. XRP 50 cents. This is all euro. Oh, um, Tether is um, 0.946 cents. So, yeah, some comparison if you're in burger talent. Yes. Uh, so, if we go all the way down, Quantum's in position 38, and we are up. 0.7% on a seven-day uh, price is exactly 85 euros now. Um, 
the the volume is a whopping 11 and a half million euros um, which is abysmal if we have a look at the chart and we look at the last 14 days we're effectively ranging it's like a heart monitor for me when i'm 80 if i keep living the way I do. <laughs> And out of 30 days, yeah, we're still ranging, right? We're now ranging uh, around 86 euros, right? That's what, $92, something like that? Um, yeah, it's, everybody's not, it's, it's not that exciting, let's be honest. But then last week, there was this kind of panic moment where we dropped into the 80 euro territory, and then the sentiment got pretty bad. Uh, but now we're kind of going back up once again. Yeah. Um, you always get this, um, uh, get these people on 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 whatever platform you are on, who say, "Well, yeah, the the price section is pretty boring." I think, and then you reply to them today, "Well, until it isn't," uh, and that's kind of how I feel about it. Because, well, uh, last week around this time, everybody was complaining, and now suddenly it's boring again. Um, and. Yeah. Once you eventually go back up, huh? so you move back into towards the one hundred dollar mark or one hundred euro mark, whatever, um, then people start complaining that they should have bought now, that they didn't <laughs> do it, and that they want to the price to go back down so they can finally buy in. Um, well, they could simply just buy in right now. Yeah, it's it's, all, it's, all, it's a very interesting dynamic that we will keep seeing. And will there were people, uh, people crying. I wish we were a hundred dollar stable coin again. I'm like, oh. But once you're there, you want it to be down. So it's always a, it's always a reverse of what it actually is. And then the there's the people that are actually honest. They they say, I don't give a fuck whether it goes up or down. I just want to see some movement. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think we all do. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that, that about the price. But then uh, last week, so we have about like half an hour left. Um uh, I think yeah last week we so, really hit this consultancy thought yeah in Dutch and I think it, that translates perfectly in English as well so let's talk about the the quant smart audits news we got last week put it into yeah, perspective I'm, a little bit and... I'm curious to your to your take on a consultancy fund because it was a little bit your your shtick that I put in here consultancy yeah, but fund. you were the first one I read this kind of is uh, I mean, at least like, how I that's oh, wait, let me make a timestamp. Uh, yeah, well, the thing is, uh, last week I noticed, uh, at least on Telegram, uh, and I saw some screenshots, um. Well, of conversations where uh, the, uh, the 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 main argument was that okay, Quant is now moving towards, and it's also something you guys, so you uh, and 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 Bas and Neil spoke about in the Dutch episode a couple of weeks back, that Quant is actually now moving into towards the the area of consultancy more and more. So the the main. Um, takeaway from that argument is that overledger is here and it's not necessarily generating enough uh, enough money and so that quant is now moving in towards other sites 
jobs in order to generate more profits for the company. And that yeah. can be seen as FUD. So that this is a really bad yeah. translation of something that I've mm. noticed. And I think that there is kind of a strength of people in, in the community who think that way. Yeah. And uh, when you combine that with the news we got last week about the auditing of smart contracts, which we'll go into now, um, it kind of kind of starts to make sense for them at least right so they, yeah. they, they actually get they, they, they have some fuel to their organs yeah let's uh i had an email from somebody let's see if he left the history intact an email no not an email the telegram um da, 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 da. I thought, okay, are they now actually mailing us oh, on the conference show? No, it's no, 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 no. It was about that there are no people using Overledger. Overledger. Yeah, yeah Overledger is not being used. Nobody bought a license for the public version. Yeah. Um. Which is which is interesting, and and that level of reasoning, right? And 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 research, to me, is a little bit funny. And I mean, I know it's the only way we can check, right? You can only check: did somebody purchase the program? Because you can see on the purchase side how many people allegedly bought it, and apparently it's on zero. I don't know. I didn't check because I don't really care. Um, but I know for a fact that the the Galileo boys they bought licenses, and they are not on that counter. Why? Because that was done on the back end because they needed a custom solution for what they needed, so that did not go through their platform. They are not um, high-profile enterprise clientele, but they are, in a way, treated so. And this is my knowledge from one year ago, because I'm already... I'm, I nearly left it. But I know for a fact that a lot of these things get done on the back end. So if there is a counter on the purchase page, then right now, per definition, it is inaccurate and wrong. We do know that there are other companies like Nexi and Spunta and whatever actually using Quant already for quite some time. Um, they are also not there, obviously, because they are <laughs> the price. So that already testifies that there's something on the back end. So, so what this, there is no playing clients, no one cares, so they have to pivot. That, that is the same type of FUD as people throwing shit at Quant because their GitHub has no commits, right? I mean, their GitHub is, is, is stacked to the brim, but it's all private. And it's the same with these purchases, no doubt. Because why would they share? I would not even know if they have a counter on their, their program thing, everything. And, and and if why it is there if they're not going to share it, that's a whole other discussion. 
But it's just crazy. It is it is just crazy that the amount of people and their connections within Quant, the partnerships that are confirmed, that we still assume that there is no desire for companies to use Overledger. It's crazy. It's maddening. Because there's no commits on GitHub or something like that. Anyway, they, regardless of all this, apparently saw a need to begin a smart audit uh, to, to, to add that to their arsenal. And what I read here is Quant Smart Audit protects, sharing my screen, yeah, enterprises against the $4 billion threat of smart contract hacks. So uh, Blockchain for Finance Pioneer Quant launched a new service today for financial institutions, payment firms, and other enterprises struggling to protect their smart contracts and decentralized applications from vulnerabilities. Quant is enabling the secure transformation to decentralization and blockchain networks, migrating from on-prem and cloud infrastructure and applications to distributed ledger technologies. Quant Smart Audit, the first of a suite of enterprise security solutions for blockchain, known as Quant Protect, is a smart contract auditing service designed to provide enterprises with security levels they expect in order to execute their blockchain strategies. Delivered by the same expert who powered the project Rosalind Retail Central Bank Digital Currency Project. The link to this is in the description. I read this and I read this and I assumed that this will be a part of Overledger platform. Because of this paragraph, I assume that this will be, a, for the most part, automated thing. Why? The first of a suite of enterprise security solutions for blockchain known as Quant Protect. Yeah. If this was merely consulting, i.e., send me an order and I will have two people and they will go dive into code. I'd argue that this will not be presented like this. No, it's we, not, that's not scalable at all. It's no. And we concluded that in the Dutch episode that because that would not be scalable. And if, if anything, Quant has always been very lean and, and, and strive to be as, as efficient, even to their own detriment uh, as possible. I'm talking customer service. It's abysmal. Anyway, um, so so they're already struggling with customer service. They already have a backlog of God knows how long. So I cannot see Luke Riley for every client that needs a smart contract uh, audited that he will be on his laptop going through all those lines of code. There, there is, oh, that's a big mosquito. There is AI. Um, already capable of doing this and that is just open source AI, right? ChatGPT can already read code to an extent so you can only imagine um, how far private solutions are. Right now we went to the website and we went to, to the forum and you can actually see that they're asking a lot of information I did not know because I never audited a smart contract, obviously 
um, how how important it is to have all that information ready. But to me, it feels right now that they are doing everything by hand, um, and and that they are probably using that information to start the automation for things. Yeah, and it would make sense to me that this auditing service, Quant Detect, will just be another icon on the Overledger platform that you can click, upload the code, because even now, if you want your code to get checked by Blockworks or whoever does that, you also just send your code and they either do it by hand or they throw it to an algorithm or through multiple tools and they look for logic and they look for uh, whatever other things uh, you, you look for in a smart contract. And then it can flag certain parts that probably do not make sense or are just wrong. But that is like 99% of the work. Then you can forward it to a Luke or whatever. He can have a look at it and provide that as feedback, if at all. And then it's scalable again, because then somebody does not have to go through thousands lines, thousands lines of code. They can just have an algo do it, and then um, everything in the universe is better. So yep. th this is just my take. Do not take this as uh, as factual. Um, but read the article yourself. Financialit.net slash news slash blockchain slash quant smart audit protects enterprise against. That's a very long time. It's in the description as usual. Um, and you can do your own thinking. Um, because if you think, say, that Quant is pivoting to consultancy because they add a feature like this, I am sorry. Then you have not understood what Quant is about and what they've been trying to achieve for the last God knows how long. What you also don't understand is that this, if, if this is going to be a very, very big, important thing, right? smart contracts in the future. And we spoke about this in past episodes, but a simple example for a smart contract in insurance is something with your phone. You can just have a smart contract phone insurance. And now you need to wait often to have your case reviewed. And then you can have an insurance agent that just doesn't like you because of your name or your face or the sound of your voice, or because you're not able to write well, your punctuation sucks, and then they can just decide to give you less than your phone is worth. Maybe. I don't know. I know in Europe, these matters are usually pretty well taken care of for the average things, um, but smart contracts can't take care of all of that. All right, And it will take some oracles, and it will take some uh, some work still, but you can take most of the human decisions out of the equation entirely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to have a smart contract work like that, that requires auditing. And, and as a programmer, you cannot audit your own work, right? Same as when I upload a YouTube video, I will not see my own mistakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, I audit this for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and so, so that always takes a third party, right? Or in this case, well, the, the same party, um, but but to do that well, but for businesses, third party is even more important because you, you need someone with a reputation. 
Well, we just spoke about the reputations, right, of the company. Um, and with experience and, and, and with the tools and preferably with a low price. And, 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 and you want them to check your work before you expose your clients to it because the reputational damage of a smart contract breach <laughs> is, is disastrous. And, and, and smart contracts will go even further because you're going to have it with cars and you're going to have it with, 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 with rent for, for a ton of things. Um, it, it will just go on and on and on. And um, there's going to be a huge market for this. But yeah, you, you cannot make mistakes. And, and you need to have the reputation to, to do it well. Um, yep. and, there, and there will be work. And there will be uh, a, a need to have this, in my opinion, automated and, um, and fast. Because right now, if you have your code and, and you send it somewhere, it can take well up to, to a couple of weeks before you have your code back or your program. And if then there's something wrong, you go back to the bottom of the pile, usually, depending on whatever. So um, is this consultancy? I don't think so. I, I do think they still do consultancy, but to me, it feels this 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 is maybe it is now consultancy to a degree, but eventually this most likely will be, will be part of the Overledger platform sweet and then it can be trained to do the other thing of any smart contract yeah and that makes it useful for all the verticals we spoke about what what, what do you think about your medical data and and, and all those type of things your medical bills etc um insurance and so on smart contracts um, are also going to evolve obviously um going to be an important thing and eventually i think this will be because right now they're keeping it tight right so just for the the, the big companies the bigger banks etc so they still want to limit the the influx of um of requests financial services and uh, government but eventually if everything's properly automated or you can you, you can scale this well and um I think yep. it's uh, I think I think it is it's it's a good sign that they are adding these features because that means that the core product overledger most likely is more or less done or ready to go. Um, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, it's it's the fourth quarter now. By the way, we did not get finality. What's up, we thought. Yeah, Fanality was talking about the release of a product. I can't remember what it was. I'm digging my own grave here. This they were announced, interesting. Yeah, they were they were announcing something what what was prophesized to be in Q3. Yeah. Could still be Monday, but well, it wouldn't be a big company. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't expect that. Uh... No, it wouldn't be a big company if there were no delays. Um, but Fidelity arguably uses uses Quant, which is interesting. Um, 2023 still holds Lackchain, Latin American dollar. Yeah. Waiting for that. And um, 
I feel like this is one of the things that we expect this year and then it won't happen and that we will never hear from it again. You you really think that? I'm not saying that. It could very well become some kind of soft launch that we that we kind of miss and then eventually it's just, ah, they launched. You know, we've, we've had this in the past where we anticipated stuff um, and there wasn't an actual like launch event and then in eventually it was like, ah, they launched. Like with SDX, for example, you remember mm -hmm. SDX, the 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 well, the, the Swiss uh, thingy uh, exchange mm -hmm. bank, whatever it is. Um, uh, we were all anticipating all oh, the launch documents. Oh, it's gonna happen! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! It's about the cars around the corner. Woo! And nothing happened. At the end of the day, we we apparently it launched, but okay. It, yeah, that's true. It's, it's there. Yeah. You know, and that I'm not saying we won't see anything because blockchain is a, is a different thing, and they are confirmed partners of QNT. Um, but still, I'm always a bit wary with these kind of things that we anticipate, uh, which might become very big events, and it might as well not happen at all. Like it might just become a soft launch. We'll have to see how that goes. Anyway, if if you think about it, Q four is going to be interesting nonetheless. There is, uh, planning wise, there 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 is a lot scheduled this year still. Mm -hmm. Um, so we we might get some fireworks later on. I, I wouldn't be surprised. And nonetheless, yeah. we are we are moving towards our deadlines, right? We're getting closer and closer to to things we anticipate in twenty twenty five and later on. So. There will be content, nonetheless. There will be content for sure. Now I, I got thinking about uh, Latin American dollar again because there was a guy. Yeah, that was supposed to launch this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gobert announced it literally like that. We'll be launching the blah 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 in twenty twenty three. Um, that's something there. Yeah, now, there, there, there was a dude, he did a presentation. I'll throw that in the description as well. And he spoke about the Euro-dollar system and stable coins. And he spoke about the adoption of stable coins and that the prevalence was highest in Latin America for that. So I was like, wait, there was... a." Uh, American dollar coming. We were promised, God damn it, Gil. And um, I'd say it's still coming this year, this year. Um, or we're getting an announcement that it doesn't, but yeah, um, we'll have to wait and see. I'm trying yes. to look up in the meantime if there's anything on lag chain, but most of those articles are just fluff. So, um, yeah, uh, the, the Quant Smart Audit Protects Enterprise, the link to that on the Quant page is also in the description. And it's um, a nice website, by the way. I think we are calling it here. It's a little bit of a brief episode, but we are both exhausted. And yeah, um, I'm not necessarily exhausted. I just didn't expect this episode to happen at this stage, uh, at this time, that's uh, but yeah, I think we 
still did uh, at least Yarno. I wasn't really here. I was just listening to Yarno. Um, I think this kind of summarizes it. Current sentiments. Uh, there's not that much to report, even though there is, and we just got a new product. It's not the end of the world yet, uh, and we are just grinding forward. Really, it, it's 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 just kind of the sentiment at the moment. We're just grinding forward. I feel like many people will be mistaken if they if they are now really scared, because eventually they'll learn that they might have fell that we are we might as well be in a total bottom at the moment <laughs> if i wouldn't, if I wouldn't dip, be surprised I wouldn't if be you surprised. dip out now most likely you're fucked that, that's could, i could i could be very very well because if we're gonna if we're gonna break through where we are now um that then it could indeed go full cataclysmic but uh, we, we're we're in this downturn now for like two years yeah, it's uh, D dipping out now is just doesn't make any sense, really. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, it really doesn't make any sense on the FA level, also on a money level. If you've been here for more than two years, then like, why would you, why would you build the ship right now? Like, sure, you, you'll, you'll, you'll take profits, but you've been holding for such a long time. Um, yeah, but but we'll have to see. Well, we really have to see where we're going. I think, at least, uh, that we will get more news as we move into towards the months of November uh, and October and November. Like usually, at the end of the year, they come up with stuff. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that's about it for now. Uh, if something major happens, you'll you'll hear from us. Uh, we have uh, at least tried to have an interesting guest the next show. I'm not sure what our planning looks like. I'm also going to Greece in two weeks. I also so... have another interesting guest that I invited, which is who is interested. Uh, yeah. So, so before the end of the year, we'll have two high-profile guests. Interesting guests. Yeah. And oh. I think next time in two weeks I'll be in Greece, so we'll have to see how that works out. Yarno is moving, so it might become a bit of a chaotic October month, um, but it will work out. We'll probably we'll be there, but we will upload. Yeah, in two know. weeks, I'll, I'll definitely be here. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we'll have to see how it works out. Maybe I'm here. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just toast at the moment. I'm probably here. From so we'll we'll see how it works out. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Thank, Thank you, you so listening. much for watching. Thank you for listening. And, and um, uh, don't forget to uh, drop a like, a follow, whatever it is on your uh, your platform that you're currently on. Uh, it helps us out. And yeah, we appreciate it. Stay comfy. See you on the next show. Stay comfy.